Before we get started with today's episode, I wanted to tell you about a free live webinar that I will be hosting called Strength Training is Not Enough to Prevent Injuries. We're going to go deep into three ways to decrease your risk for injury as you increase mileage and speed. So if you have big running goals this year, you're not going to want to miss this free live webinar. I'll be hosting a couple free live classes over the next couple weeks, so make sure you sign up for a time that's convenient for you. I'll go ahead and link the sign-up sheet in the show notes below. Make sure you go ahead and sign up because there's limited spots available. Welcome to Rehab for Runners, the podcast for runners who are ready to get out of pain and run with more confidence. Dr. Lisa will guide you with the clarity you need to unleash your potential with tools, practical tips, and exercises so you can enjoy your runs and exceed your goals. I am coming back from a Taylor Swift concert in Nashville, and I feel like I didn't talk much after the concert or the day after, and... I feel like my throat is so dry now that I'm actually talking out loud, so I apologize if I sound a little raspy, (laughs) but I guess it was worth it with all the screaming. It was an amazing concert, and Nashville is an amazing city. If you have not visited there, I highly recommend it. Last week, we talked about training in zone two and using that heart rate as a guide for your training to build your aerobic base, and as you're into these new paces, maybe it's a lot slower than you're used to, your running form can feel off and it can feel awkward. It can feel like you aren't exactly sure if you're even doing it right in a way because it just feels like such almost like slow motion of your normal pace. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that it's new territory. Maybe this is the first time that you've been running at such a slow pace to really work on that aerobic base and work on that zone two. So your running form can feel a little awkward. So that's what we're going to talk about today is how are you going to maintain your running form as you continue to run slower. And we all know there's so many benefits to running slow. It definitely helps you prevent injuries. It helps you recover faster. I will say since running mostly in zone two, I feel so much more refreshed after a run and into the next day. So I can definitely account for that. And also you're building that aerobic base. If you haven't already, I do recommend you check out the book 80-20 Running. I think that's a great book and it really dives deeper into why you should be running slow for a majority of your runs just so you can run faster during your speed workouts and during a race. And I love that that book gives you some training plans and some ideas for a weekly workout. So I will link that book in the show notes. Make sure you check that out. Okay, as I'm continuing to talk, I feel like I'm losing my voice. So bear with me here because this is an important episode if you are looking to maintain that running form as you are running slower. And at first, as you really slow down, like way, way, way down, and maybe you're working on zone two for the first time, you might notice that your running form just feels almost awkward. It doesn't feel necessarily natural. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that you maybe have never run in that territory before. You've never run at that slow of a pace before. 
And that's okay, but you also want to remember if you're running 80% of your runs at this slower pace, you don't want your running form to just go to complete crap for the 80% of your runs because that's majority of your runs. So you still want to be running with a purpose. You still want to be focusing on your running form during majority of your runs. You don't want it to just feel like you're just shuffling your feet or you're running lazy and you're not really paying attention to your running form because that is going to play a big role in your muscle memory, which is basically how your muscles are understanding the different movements and the movement patterns. So as you're running, if majority of your runs are really lazy, it's going to be really hard to kind of flip the switch and all of a sudden have this great running form during a race or during a speed workout. So you really want to use this time to focus on your running form so it's not a waste of time. So you can continue to improve your running and improve that running form so you can hit your running goals this year. So as you slow your pace down, a couple different things are happening with your running. And these aren't huge differences from slow running to fast running. I like to think of fast running or a speed workout as more of an exaggerated running form because everything is bigger. Your arm swing's going to be bigger. Your leg swing's going to be longer. Your cadence is going to be higher. Your knee drive is going to be more extreme. And then if you slow down your pace, everything kind of becomes more compressed. So your leg swing is not going to be as long. Your stride's not going to be as long. Your cadence is also going to be lower, which we've talked about in a previous episode. And also, you're not using your muscles as much. Now, obviously, you're still using your muscles when you're running slower. But as you increase your speed, you're going to be activating those muscles more. And let's compare a sprinter versus someone who is jogging at a conversational pace. I know this is for a short distance, but the sprinter is going to be activating their hip flexor and their hamstring and their soleus and their quads and their glutes at a much higher capacity compared to someone who is running slower. Now, if you're running at a faster speed, understand that you're now working your heart more. You're now working into a different zone of your heart and you're utilizing different energy systems compared to someone who's running slower. So each run is going to have a different goal and that's exactly the point. So running slower, you're still utilizing those muscles. You're just working more on the endurance aspect compared to someone who's running faster. They're working more on that anaerobic aspect. They're working more on those fast twitch muscle fibers and getting that heart rate higher. So as we're running slower, a couple main differences, I already mentioned that the muscles aren't going to be activated as much, still being activated, just not activated as much. Think about your leg swing. Your leg swing is not going to be as long. So your stride length is going to be a little bit shorter. And I mentioned this in the cadence episode, a couple episodes back where as you increase your speed, you should be also increasing your stride length and that's what's going to increase your cadence. So as we're running slower, our stride length is not going to be as long and our leg swing is not going to be as long either. You're also going to be spending more time on the ground in that stance phase where our foot is on the ground right before it swings through when you're running slower. 
So this is completely normal because we're not looking to hit the ground and then take off again as fast as we can because that would increase our speed. And we're trying to maintain that easy pace. So as your foot hits the ground, it's going to be on the ground longer before it takes off again and swings through going into that next stride. And with your leg swing, it's not going to be as extreme. So you're not going to be getting into as much hip extension with that leg behind you. And you're also not going to be getting into as much hip flexion. So think about the knee drive. It's just not going to be as extreme. You're just not going to be into as much range of motion compared to if you're running faster. So just because your leg swing isn't as extreme doesn't mean that you shouldn't be picking your feet up. Your ankle is still pushing off into plantar flexion and it's still swinging through into that dorsiflexion where you bring your toes up. And I think one of the biggest things I see is someone just kind of scuffling their feet along the ground where it's really loud and it just sounds like they're just pushing their toes into the ground. And that's not what we want because that's going to build this poor muscle memory, these poor movement patterns. And your body is not necessarily able to flip a switch and then all of a sudden have this fantastic running form as you increase your speed or you increase your pace. So it's almost like everything that you do needs to have a purpose, just like how you strength train, you work on your form, even if it's body weight compared to having and lifting a heavy weight. The same thing is true with your running form. Just because you're running at a slower pace, it still is building these movement patterns. Your brain is still learning these movement patterns because it's rep after rep after rep. So make sure that if you're running slower, you are definitely still picking your feet up you're still having that awesome leg swing into hip extension and hip flexion, and then also your arm swing. So a lot of the time when someone is running slower, their arm swing is almost just non-existent. It almost looks like their elbow is just really straight and they're not necessarily utilizing their arms like they should. And they might not even be realizing this, but in your mind, you might be thinking, well, I'm trying to slow down, so I need to, you know, not use my arms as much. But we still need to be using our arms. We still need to be pumping our arms back and forth and rotating with our thoracic spine. Everything is just more in that slow motion and not as extreme. So your arm swing is not going to go as far forward and as far backwards compared to if you're running at a faster pace but you still should be utilizing your arms, building those movement patterns. Once you start practicing slower running form, it's going to get easier. So anything that you aren't used to doing in the beginning is always going to feel awkward. It's always going to feel a little bit more challenging. But as you get used to that easy pace and your body gets used to slowing down, it's going to be a lot easier to have that great running form and it not feel like such a waste of time because your body's getting used to it. And the way your body gets used to anything is that it keeps practicing it and it stays consistent with it. So rep after rep, stride after stride, your body is getting used to that slower running form and that's where it's going to feel more natural and it's going to feel easier to hold that easy, slower pace. So while slowing down is very, very, very important in terms of your training and your running plan, I still want you picking your feet up and having a great leg swing, even if it's not as long of a stride. And I still want you to have 
a tall trunk position. I don't want you hinging forward or rounding your shoulders forward or sticking your head straight out. I want everything to stay stacked and nice and tall. So if you were to increase your speed immediately, like say you were doing strides, not much of your running form would change besides your leg swing maybe being longer and your stride length being a little bit longer and your arm swing also being a little bit more extreme back and forth. But besides that, not much else should change if I'm observing how you are running. So yes, you'll have more muscle activation if you're running faster, but I can't necessarily see that on a cellular level. I'm going to see more of the leg swing going into more hip extension, the knee coming up into a more extreme of a hip drive and utilizing your arm swing in a more effective way. So one drill that I like to give out if you're really struggling to find an efficient running form or just feel sloppy and awkward as you're running slower is to just try some strides. So all that means is you're going to be running slow and then you're just going to pick up your pace for maybe two mailboxes or say 200 feet, 100 feet, and then you're going to slow down. And I want you really focusing on your running form because changing your speeds quickly is going to allow your running form to stay efficient as it prepares for a faster pace and then as it prepares for a slower pace. So try some strides where you're focusing on arm swing and leg swing and trunk position and then slowing down and then just noticing what feels different between those strides and that easy pace. And I think that exercise or drill is going to allow you to maintain that good, efficient running form as you keep that slower pace. Because I don't want you missing up on this opportunity to work on your running form. I don't want you missing up on this opportunity that's 80% of your runs throughout the week. That is such a big chunk of your time that you're spending running. So make sure you do spend the time to focus on your running form You can also focus on your breathing. If you're trying to maintain that conversational pace, you can try talking out loud, but also take note of your arm swing and your trunk position and your leg swing as you maintain that easy pace because that's just going to be so important and it's going to really, really help your running, especially as you increase your speed and work into that race pace. All right. I hope you found this episode helpful. I also have a layout uh, that's in a PDF format for some tips so you can maintain good running form as you run slower. I will link that below. It's completely free so you can print it out and then just read over it before each of your easy runs just to make sure that you're really focusing on your running form during your easy runs. I will see you next time. Hopefully I will have a better voice next time. I hope you have a great day and enjoy your run. Bye.